You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm going down south here in England and I'm going to speak to Liv Lawrence. Hi, Liv. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, thank you. What's it, what's it been like down, being at home and with this, all this rubbish that's been going on? It's been, it's been yeah. interesting. Yeah, no, I feel like, to be fair, I think I've been really motivated just to write more and release more. Because obviously I've got this time where I can just sit and write songs and like practice my guitar more and release more content. It's because I've, well, I've got the time, I'm, I'm literally, I'm just going at it really. Yeah. Might as well, but. Yeah. You've released a new single this you know, this yeah. past month. Yeah, so that was this place. So I released that I think literally about a week ago, probably not even that. I think it was last Thursday. But yeah, I've um and then I also released my debut single, my debut studio single called Riverwalk, which was I think in end of June. Yeah. So I've I've had about two songs that I really, really enjoyed writing, like recording and everything. And it's just been really nice to just get, you know, just when you've been working really hard on something, just to get it out there with a video and for everyone to see it. It's been really nice. Yeah. Now, by debut studio recording, what other recordings have you done then? So when I was at college, so I finished college a year ago, um, I released just an EP, Mm -hmm. like what I wrote in my room, and then I... Did, I did do it at um, one of my friends' house, but it wasn't it wasn't properly produced and mixed and mastered. I just thought I might as well just release as much as put, just get like content out there. So that was my Anymore EP. Yeah, uh, with four songs. That was about two years ago, and I feel like that was I wouldn't say that was country because I was just sort of finding my sound a bit because I thought when I went to college everyone was doing pop and I thought I want to I want to try something different yeah so I released that but this Riverwalk was like my single where I found the sound and the found country music that I want to make and yeah I just released that which is good that was at Essex Recording Studios in do you know South End yes I do yeah, so there's a big studio there that I go to and all my producers are there. So we sort of worked on the song and then released it, really. All right. See, I've been, yeah. I've been, I typed in, you know, Liv Lawrence into like Apple Music, Spotify, yeah. YouTube, everywhere I could oh. get music. And then when you said like debut, you know, studio singles, yeah. it was like, okay, then, so have I been listening to somebody else here? No, there is actually another Liv Lawrence from yeah. Essex. And she's a singer, but she's about, I think she's about 14. Ah, okay. Everyone gets confused with us two, because obviously when you search up my name, you've got her music and my music, but I'm the the country singer (laughs) out of them two. But yeah, this is, this is the sing. These are the singles I'm most like proud of releasing sort of thing. The other ones were just, just to get out there and just to see what kind of music I want to make sort of thing. You see the... The Anymore EP, I thought was absolutely yeah. fantastic. I Did loved like, it. Oh, thank you, because I was literally... They're songs that I, I obviously really love, really love them songs, because I feel like all songs are for you to release them. You, they've got to have something that you love about them. Yeah. It's just it's just getting to that country sound that I really like. And I do, I do really... What I would love to do, actually, is like re-record some of them songs and add different instrumentations in there. I think that would be really cool to do. Okay, yeah, Maybe. I can see that. Um, yeah. I've got to say, though, it really showcases the range in your voice. It's unbelievable. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've had um, singing lessons since I was about 12, so I'm 19 now, so I've had them for a while. Um, but, yeah, that's what I sort of wanted to do. I sort of wanted to have songs that show my like range of my voice and then some, like, slow just songs and then obviously the song I released this place was quite upbeat but the meaning was quite sad as well so I just wanted a variety variety of songs really just to showcase me as an artist kind of thing yeah now when you're writing songs do you take take inspiration from real life events or is it all well some of them fictional well what I 
what I normally do is I talk I learned this from my um tutor at college is a lot of the stuff I sing about I haven't really experienced like obviously Riverwalk was about going around the world and exploring all these things and I've never done that and that is a dream of mine so I'll just normally I'll watch films and I'll just write a song about all oh, these two characters yeah sort of thing and like what they'd be feeling and how I how I'd try if I was to feel it how I would think it would feel because I guess it's hard writing I find it hard writing songs about love and all that stuff if I've never really do you know what I mean experience like, love yeah yeah yeah, so I think if I just watch a film and I think, oh, these two characters are so in love, they must be feeling this, <laughs> then I just write my songs based off that, really. Oh, fair enough. So you've never been, have you ever been in love then? Oh, I don't. Well, I'm see. I'm actually seeing someone now, like, this is so funny, I'm talking about this, but I don't really care. I'm literally seeing someone now and um, I feel like I've written, I write songs every day just when I get back from work. And it is different with writing songs when you are experiencing it because yeah. you, know, you can you can relate to it more, obviously. And yeah, so maybe my all my, all my next songs are just going to be about him and everything. Yeah. Oh, bless. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, I'll just write in as much as possible, really. And I like to write about different themes as well. I don't want to ask his name, but no. I want I want I want to know a little bit more. I want to know where where did you meet him? Oh, he came in at work. Oh, okay. I work, so I work um, obviously with music. Is um, I've got to pay obviously the studio time, so I've got a, a part time job just at a cafe down my road. Yeah. Because I thought that's just easy. I can whenever I need to go to the studio, I can just book it off. So. I'll, I'll do like four days there and then I'm always at the studio either after work or on my day off, days yeah. off. Um, and yeah, he just came in the shop one day, the calf, and we just started talking from there. So, and he, he's really nice. So you might be hearing some songs about him. We don't know. <laughs> oh. Hopefully not like breakup. Hopefully not a breakup. Oh, song. definitely. <laughs> touch, touch wood. Touch wood. We don't want that. Oh, Is he there with you now or have you seen oh. him? Uh, no, I have no. He's not here yet. He'd literally be laughing if he was here. I will tell him now, though, <laughs> <laughs> when he's listening to it. Oh, that's so sweet, young love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm 28 now, so love is pretty much every day. You know, it's it's what you go through, and you know, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing. You know, inter- I like different interpretations on things like love and breakup, and yeah. that's what makes music so fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's. If, if we was talking on video now, we'd be, I'd be, you could see me grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> really? Oh, that is funny. One thing that I do yeah. like, one thing that I do like about Riverwalk is yeah. I've I actually worked in San Antonio in Texas for oh, a couple have of you? months. Oh, that's so amazing. Um, I was on my own. I, when I used to go out, I used to get I used to get an Uber into San Antonio downtown San Antonio. Yeah. And I used to do the Riverwalk by myself. Just walk into different bars and then meet up with random people, sit down at a random table, say hi to people. And yeah. it's so lovely. It's such a nice walk. I would, I'd literally love to experience that. Like, I'd love to go traveling around America. I think it would really help my songwriting as well. Like, obviously, writing a song about what you want to do. And I think it would be an amazing feeling actually doing it and thinking, oh, this is, this is great. I'd love to do that. Yeah. What have you? Where do you normally go for like holidays and stuff? Then, so normally I won't. To be fair, I've only been to Florida in America because obviously Disneyland when we was younger. Yeah, but we We've go. All done that. <laughs> yeah, when everyone's like, "Where have you been?" I'm like, Disneyland. <laughs> but um, yeah, we go like we've been Mexico a couple of times. We love Mexico, but I remember um. Last year, when we were in Mexico, we had to do a crossover. Like, um, you know, when you get off a plane and then you have to get another one. Yeah, layover. The layover, that's it. And then we actually, on the way there, we went to Miami. And then on the way back, my mum was like, Liv, you'll never guess where we're stopping off at. And I was like, where? And she was like, Dallas. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. I was literally, I was listening to, like, country playlists. You know, like, on on Spotify, you can get them playlists where it's like, old old rock country or like classic country i was 
really listening to them thinking oh my god I'm going to Dallas and then we got there and we was only at the airport and then we had to go but I was like it's my first little taste of like Texas sort of thing I loved it if you ever do go to Texas one thing you need to make sure is you have somebody that can drive a car because it's just so big is it oh what the cars the trucks that they well have. the trucks and the and the cities themselves because the distance between like Austin and San Antonio and Dallas and Houston isn't yeah. just like going from, you know, Essex, you know, the center of Essex town to London. It's like going yeah. from London to Leeds. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Really yeah. big. It's a, uh, it's pretty big. Yeah. Have you been to Nashville? I've actually never been to Nashville yet. It's one of my dreams. Yeah. I've just, um, at the moment I'm trying to save up for a, a nice long like a trip from like Nashville, I want yeah. to see like Memphis. I want to go to back to Louisiana because I've been to Louisiana. I want yeah. to see like Kansas, and I just want to see all like the Central Belt and almost do like a Route yeah. sixty six. Oh yeah, that would be amazing. Where's your like ideal dream holiday if you could just choose one? Oh, I'd literally love. Oh, what so like not traveling around America if I was to pick a place? If you was to pick just one place probably Nashville because whenever obviously I follow so many country singers um and whenever they're in Nashville and they're in like the bars I just think they look so cool like I would love to go what is that what is it called that oh I should really know this that lane you know like the mu- is it music music row oh yeah it just looks amazing whenever I see pictures of it it's just, it just looks so great, so lively. I'd love to go there. See, I love all like, the neon lights and the neon how light. yeah, bright it looks. It looks. Yeah, it looks so pretty. I would love to go there. Yeah, probably Nashville, actually. But I would, I would like to experience all of it, travelling, really. I think that would be really fun. So why country music? So, yeah, so when I was... I've been doing music since I was about... 12 like just singing like locally um and I was singing like Adele and um all the like, songs like that which I loved singing because I love Adele yeah but then I went to college and um obviously everyone was into everyone was singing Adele and all all pop songs and I thought oh I really would want to try a different genre and my tutor she her name is Holly Partridge and um, she doesn't work there anymore but she used to write for the Shires really yeah, so she wrote one song for the Shire, like a couple of songs on their um, at their album, not their recent one, but another one. Yeah. And I was like, Liv, have you ever thought of singing country? And I, I literally never even thought. I think the only song I heard was um, Before He Cheats by Kerry Underwood, and I, <laughs> I loved that song. Yeah. But I never thought anything of it because I didn't really know. I didn't really know where to start because it's there's so many different instrumentation and all stuff like that and I thought I don't know where to start and she was like well why don't you listen to the Shires and um I listened to a couple of their songs and I just thought it's I just thought they were amazing and then I found Ward Thomas and I'm literally obsessed with Ward Thomas I think they're I think they're so amazing like the harmonies they use yeah and then ever since ever since then at college i was the only one i went to college in um i went to access to music in shoreditch i don't know if you know of it but um ever since then i've just been i was the only one doing country and i thought i i would love this i'd really want to stick at it like i used to um i used to listen to a lot of randy i still listen to him now randy travis and love randy travis and josh turner love josh turner all like I love um, Keith Whitley, you know, like all of the old classic country songs as well. Yeah. I think the emotion and the storytelling in, like, Keith Whitley's song, like, do you know the song Don't Close Your Eyes? Yeah. One of my favourites. One, it's literally, I used to sing that as a cover uh, all the time. I just think the storytelling in that song, and I think it's crazy that in three minutes you can literally go, I think, you can just go through a whole story and it's got a beginning, end, and like beginning, middle and end, and I just thought the songwriting is great, so I thought I really want to stick at it, this. You see, see, earlier when you was talking about your Anymore EP, Mm -hmm. you said it wasn't really country. See, I still think it's got that essence to country, because it's got a story to it. Yeah, that that is the thing, because I thought because it's just acoustic, I was listening to it and I was thinking, oh, it hasn't got all the country elements in it but then if you was to take the lyrics 
it's it it has got country like lyrics in with it and the storytelling like you said but yeah no it is really isn't it when I listen back on it I mean I I just all you've got to do is listen to... I mean, Twinnie's just releasing her acoustic version of uh, Hollywood Gypsy tomorrow. You know, yeah. Acoustically, you know, it, obviously if it doesn't have any country element instruments in it, you know, people mm-hmm. could argue, say, it isn't country, but it, they do have stories in it. And yeah. it's the same with Anymore. And Louise Parker, you know, she doesn't use that many instruments, apart from her recent song, Just Friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about the story and the meaning behind the songs. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. What was it like, obviously, going into like the studio and then actually <laughs> releasing Riverwalk mm-hmm. and this place? You know, yeah. what, what was it like for you doing all that process? And... Oh, it was it was so different to, obviously, it's so, like, so basically I did um, work experience at the studio yeah. before because I left college and I thought I don't, I didn't want to go to uni. I thought I want to just get my head down and get as much experience as possible. So I did work experience there and then they asked if I wanted to do a song with them and I literally couldn't believe it. And I, it's the song, like, so I came in with the song, but you know, when you have a vision for the song and then when you show it to someone, you, you don't get worried if it changes, but you think, Oh, I really like what I've got here. Let's try not to change it about too much. And I had a vision of the song and when we had songwriting sessions, and we were adding all the instruments in, it sort of comes to life a bit. And yeah. It's just, it's just so, it's so cool how I've, because obviously I've still got the voice like memo of me just singing it with my guitar. And then when you hear it all done, you think, oh, that's so great. Like, And it was so much more professional than what I'm, not professional, but do you know what I mean? There's yeah. actually producers and mixers in the room and you're there like, oh, this, you're not just with your friends sort of doing it. What you need to do is you need to make sure you need to make sure you keep hold of them voice memos. So yeah. in you know a year's time, two years time, five years time, when you look back at what you've done, you can say, well, this is this is where I've come. Not only yeah. being able to sing, you know, the quality of singing, yeah, but the quality of songwriting as well. Because yeah. everybody improves. I mean, you're fantastic yeah. as it is, Thank but everybody you. improves. Yeah, exactly. Now we were talking earlier about you know your favorite artists and stuff. Yeah. When I was listening to your music, every time I closed my eyes, I could just picture you with like the Adelaides. Oh, really? You know, you've got that oh. you got that lovely tone to your voice. That yeah, it'd really fit with the harmonies. And thinking about it now, Ward Thomas would be a fantastic fit. Yeah, I literally. If only they turned into a trio. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Bring me along, guys, please. <laughs> what um did the Adelaides do? Was it was it Charlie? I don't really know. Was it Charlie? Is he is he called Charlie Sheen or something? Charlie Sheen. He's a actor. Yeah, they went. Did um they do the English leg of his tour or was it a supporting act for Charles him? Eston. Charles Eston. I don't know why I said <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Sheen's Charlie. two um two and a half men. Is that is that actually? <laughs> yeah, I saw that they done that on the. That was really cool. Yeah, they, they um. They released a song mm. um, from from the TV show Nashville. Do you like Nashville? The yeah, TV I, show. Yeah, I do actually. I've watched. Um, I don't think I've watched all of it, but I have watched a couple of seasons. Did Did they do it for that? That's so amazing. Well, their recent single was Seven Billion. Yeah. But the song they actually sung from Na- uh, Nashville was Sanctuary. Mm. Oh, okay. Which is, they, oh, they cool. do a fantastic cover, both, you know, all of them, you know, Charles Eston. Because yeah. Charles, Charles Eston is actually a singer as well in real life, he, before he went yeah. onto the show. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. I've seen he, he's a, he does singing as well, doesn't he? And acting, he does both. He's, um, he's an inspir- I, I find he's very inspirational. Yeah. Who to you is your biggest inspiration? Oh, that's such a hard question. Um, I think Dolly Parton. Obviously, she's amazing. Um, her songwriting is it's insane. I love Dolly Parton. Kerry Underwood's. I love the way Kerry Underwood performs. I always watch videos of her. She's so energetic. I think it's amazing. But I think the main one would probably be Casey Musgraves. Yeah. I love Casey Musgraves. Um. 
I love all of her albums because I always listen to her albums and they're so different, but they all sort of link in. Yeah. Like her album, sorry, I'm just trying to find it now. Golden Hour, I think that's what it's, that's her recent one. Like, I just love how chilled that, the vibe is for that album, but then you've got um, Pageant Material. Pageant Material is probably one of my favourite albums. It's just got all them country elements in with it. And all, all the songs different, but they, they all tie in together. See, it's crazy because Pageant Material was, what, 2015? Yeah, 2015. You know, it's crazy mm-hmm. the amount of time that, you know, not, these great artists that we listen yeah. to, you know, they don't, they can release music 10 years ago and it still feels as fresh it's today. Still, yeah. Are you looking forward to that being you? Yeah. I am. I'm. I'm looking. I'm actually really looking forward to just releasing as as much as possible, and then looking back and remembering, like, oh, when I wrote that song, and what what happened when I released it, and who shared it, and who's listened to it, sort of thing. What's it? Do you have a Do you have a manager? No, I don't. I literally just go to my. To be fair, my studios. Um, the owner of the studio, Essex Recording Studio, Keith. Yeah. He helps me so much. Like, he will send me to like networking events and of his friends, and he just he just really helped me with um, what I've been doing because I've never, you know, like the BCMAs, yeah, and like that. I I've never never had them like like any of my stuff because obviously I was just doing it from my EP. But when I released Riverwalk, I set myself goals of who I. Who wanted? Who I wanted to see the song, sort of thing, and the BCMA's done it as their release radar. And then when I released this place, they put it on their website as like yeah. a promotion thing. And I just think, even just even just stuff like that, I just think I'm so grateful for them, people like that listening to my song and writing a bit about me and putting it on their website. Just stuff like that, I just think is amazing. You see, there's so there's so many organisations here in the UK. You know, yeah. there's Scarlet River Management. They do a lot of yeah. management stuff for artists and like social media. Yeah. And um, Bells and Gals, they're a fantastic group yeah. of people. Bells and Gals, I know that one. I think um, Nick is he? He's the guy that right. Yep, yeah. Nick Cantwell. Yep, yeah, he um, he done an, a um, little article thing about Riverwalk, my song, which I was really grateful for. It's just. It's just knowing all of these people and just sending it to them, basically, and just hoping. What's it like when you read reviews and people's thoughts on your music? Is it, like, kind of daunting before you click it? Yeah, I think, oh, God, what are they going to say? <laughs> but then when I read it, it's just it's just all good stuff, luckily. But, yeah, it's just really it's really nice having someone actually take their take it like time out of their time sort of thing and just write something about my music because yeah. you'd, I'd never thought that if I sent it to these people that some obviously some people might not see the message but some someone's actually read the message and thought oh do you know what I'm gonna do a little article about this song and this person I just think that's really nice well it's like it, it's like when you sent me the initial message um yeah ages ago about yeah. Riverwalk I completely missed it I mean it was back on the 23rd of June I didn't even see it, it was, I feel really really bad because when I've listened to it no, it's just fine. been so amazing thank you no but sometimes if you don't follow the person the messages get lost in that request box yeah that, that's what happened yeah no it is really hard sometimes because I'll look through it and I'll think oh god I've got all this stuff I need to get back to all these people but yeah I'm so glad you did send the second one about this place because yeah, as soon no, as no. I, as soon as I've clicked through it all, it was like, yep, I definitely want live on my um yeah on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Now, yeah, you've you've said you've never done like podcasts and stuff before. No, I've never done podcasts. I've only done um, it's called Man Roots. You probably know it. Yes. Um, I just did, um, when I released Riverwalk, um, they asked me to do an Instagram takeover for that. And I've never done never done an Instagram takeover before. <laughs> what was your thoughts? Um, pardon? What were your thoughts to the actual Instagram oh, takeover? I was, I was so... I wasn't nervous because I thought it's just like doing a show. 
like I've got this but it was funny because you have to set up your camera and my camera kept falling and I had about two I had about a minute before the guy was like oh do you want to go live and I was literally getting stressed out but then when I was on it it was really nice just to see that people was watching and like obviously some people was asking questions yeah. but I, I was quite nervous because it's obviously just completely different from performing live because you can see you obviously can see who you're singing to and but it was great it was a really good experience now I loved it I will talk about like gigging and stuff in the next couple of minutes but first yeah. I want to ask like when you go onto like an Instagram live it's mm -hmm. different because you can see yourself do you find yeah. that do you ever find that like off-putting yeah. or anything yeah, no, it was really weird, first of all, because it was like I was just talking to myself and singing <laughs> to myself. And then, you know, when you shouldn't really look, but then you're looking at you think, oh, my God, why am I looking at myself singing? <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was weird. It see, was weird to with. You see, I do that all the time whenever I'm doing, like, a, a conversation through Instagram Live. I always end up either looking at myself and then I find myself looking at myself. So I try and look away. But then when I look away, I look horrible because when I re-watch yeah. re it, you it's... Think. You're overthinking what you're doing and you just got to think, stop, just be, be calm. <laughs> That's what I was doing. It's, it's always crazy. I mean, it's such a unnatural thing to talk yeah. to yourself like that. Yourself, yeah, definitely. Um, it's something that I've especially learned working with like the radio now. It's been... Yeah. Because when you're talking, you're talking to a lot of people, but essentially, at first, you're talking to yourself. Yeah. But you, you, yeah. you, you get used to it. Yeah. What's one thing that you'd like to achieve in the next three months, shall we say? Three months. So, I'm planning on releasing... I'm planning on actually writing, recording. It hasn't been done yet, but I'm planning on doing another song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the next three months, that was my goal, and then I'm working with um, another pro like another producer on um, another three songs that I'm going to try and do as an EP. Yeah, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that's like for the next three months. I'd say for the next three months is just like writing, recording, release, like and then releasing sort of thing because I've got a lot more stuff to do to the song. But I would say three months. I just, I would love to. I would love to release another song. I think. I think that's feasible as well. So that's. I would say that's my goal in the next three months. Have you got anything like melody in mind, or like any like ideas that you want to go with? Yeah. So with my other producer, I've got three songs. They're more. Two of them are very similar to like, not very similar, but two of the like ones of got the same instrumentation and kind of vibe as Riverwalk in this place but I wanted to do one I'll tell you which song because like sometimes when I'm writing I'll try and pick a song and I think oh I really would like it to sign kind of sound like this it's a Ward Thomas song called Sweet Time yeah I really really like the vibe of that song you know the do you know which song I'm talking about I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about yeah no, I love it. When I heard it, I thought, oh, this is so... It's got such a nice vibe to it. Like a summer, summertime vibe. I know I'm not really in summer. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, oh, I would love to release a song like that. So maybe for next summer, maybe I'll release that one. But it's just about the timing as well, when the timing's right to release it. And Now, when, like it, when it comes to, like, sorting out the music to then put on, like, Apple Music, iTunes, yeah. you know, Spotify, etc. Yeah. You do you do all that yourself or do you get the studio to help you with that bit? No, I would do that myself. So I would use DistroKid. Yeah. And I'll pay the I've actually upgraded it so I can um choose which date I want it to be released on because normally with the cheaper version you just release it and it will go in about three days. Yeah. But no, I just I just have set up all my all my pages with the distro kids so when i want to release it about in two weeks time i'll just put it on there and then i'll send it to all like spotify playlists and obviously people i just want to show the song before i release it if they want to do any reviews what, or anything what's your um experience of distro kid do you like it as a software yeah i the thing is i've i haven't had any problems with it i've been I've been lucky with when I release it, it, everything goes okay. But I know some people say, 
also I know one of my friends have said it sometimes if you've because me and this Liv Lawrence have both got obviously the same name yeah when I released my Anymore EP it like synced both of our pages together (laughs) and that was literally the worst feeling because I woke up like oh my god it's out and then my all my songs were on her page and I was like oh my god like you know when you think it's all gonna it's all gonna go fine and then it doesn't and I like to delete it all and do it again yeah but um yeah so yeah so far it's been all right I know other people is it called ditto or yeah it's something yeah, like other, that. yeah other people use other things but that's that's fine with me for me at the moment I think I mean I've only really been doing the show since since December I actually started this show in December first yeah first episodes were in February and mm-hmm. I've learned so much in the past, what, seven months, eight months, you know, about yeah. the whole industry. Yeah. These different companies and, you know, I just hear both positives and negatives about all of it. Now, I've got some things coming up in the very near future, which are going to be announced very soon. Um, mm-hmm. But just trying to work out different companies to use. And obviously, you know, like you say, a lot of people do say good things and a lot of people do say yeah. bad things about DistroKid. Yeah, I guess you've just got to judge it from what it's been like. So, like, for me, I'm guessing that's what I would do. Like, it's been fine so far, but I wouldn't know. I would, to be fair, I wouldn't really know which one, which other one to use because everything is just all in there now. And I know that when I release anything, it will go on the right pages. Yeah. I wouldn't really know what else to use, to be fair. So what is it that you actually did at college? So I did... I did um, vocal artistry, so that Ooh. was, yeah, so I could either do um, vocal artistry or music performance, so I chose vocal artistry, and it was just about, so it was a two-year course, and it was, it was literally about, there were so many different, this, this is what I thought with music, is there's so many different classes that I had, which I would never thought I'd do, so we had, like, composition, which was writing music, obviously, and then yeah. we had lyrics, like a lyric um, lesson and then a performance lesson. Yeah. And then we had um, Kadal, which was about using logic, which I think is really like it was such a good, such a good lesson because now I can, if I'm in the studio, I don't know a lot, but I would, if I didn't like something or I wanted to change something, I, I could be like, oh, why don't we do this and put it in? Yeah. So I think instead of just sitting back and being like, oh, I don't like that, but I don't have any i did give you wouldn't know what to even say yeah that's what yeah so that's why i did work experience um at the studio because i thought so i would just sit in on lessons um sorry no i just sit in on sessions that my producer had because i just thought i want to just know as much as just gain as as much experience as possible so when i am in a songwriting session i can sort of give ideas instead of just saying oh i don't like that i i, I like this i can sort of do you know what i mean just, yeah yeah just get as much experience as possible but then yeah so I've really loved college I learned oh that's that's where I found country music so I'm really grateful that I found that there because I had the best like if I had like the shy is right telling me all this stuff it was it what to look at I just loved it what kind of lessons then did you really enjoy at college doing the vocal artistry oh, I don't I'm trying to think of the name I can't think of the name <laughs> but um I used to love actually obviously performing because that's what I would love to do and I would love performing with people I'd never normally like gig with like rappers and you sort of find a and if someone's into rock music it would be it would actually be re- it would be so nice playing with a with a guitarist that loves rock but then a drummer that likes other types of music and all coming together to find a song that you all really like and play in that that'd be so well, strange i mean oh it was so strange because we had to do so there was three vocalists a bassist a guitarist a drummer and we'd all be put in we'd all have different music tastes and we'd all be put in a band and we'd and the teacher would say okay you need to you need to do five covers and then write two songs so the five covers was fine because we'd just all pick one from a genre but then it was really fun writing a song with all all people that like different genres and they'd add their little things that they like doing in it it was it was so cool that that would probably be my best lesson but I also liked writing um dissertations about music and about 
we had to find um, artists that we like and write a whole dissertation about them. And I just love, if I like a song, and I just really like finding out how the artist um, got where they are yeah. and their inspirations, I, I just think that's really cool as well. So, yeah, probably them two classes. See, you'd be really good in this seat because what this show pretty much is is like your dissertations. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, exactly. I can just do it. But yeah, I really liked it. Those, um, the cover songs and the two originals, did you yeah. did you record them at the time or? No, we didn't. Well, to be, I think, I don't think I have it. I think they, obviously my teacher recorded it. Yeah. But it was, it was so long ago. It must have been about two years ago. I think I was about 17. But, um. It was it was really it was a really good experience. I loved doing it. Mm. But I don't I don't think I have the recordings. I know we did um do you know American Boy? Yeah. By Estelle. I don't know who, yes, we did that one and obviously that's got a little rap bit in it. Yeah. And I was like, guys, I'll do it. <laughs> I was like, I can do this. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Sheepishly like, put your hand up. I'll do it. Yeah, I was literally like, I'll do it guys, I'll take one for the team, I'll I'll do it. But I loved it. It's it's just I really do like listening to other music as well, aside from country. Well, that's it. I mean, people always say, well, you like country, so you're just going to listen to country. You know, yeah. th- that's not the case. It's never the case. No. Whenever I listen to music, I just put my playlist on and it's whatever yeah. comes on. You know, it could be something. Yeah, exactly. I've been listening to a lot of James Blunt, actually, recently, because yeah. I've, I've heard that he ha- he got he's got, a, I don't know if it's a new album, but it's got, it might be a new album, but they, he did a song with War Thomas. Oh, yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't know this. Oh, I need to have a look at this. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, he did a song with War Thomas. I think it's called Halfway. Let me try and find it. But I, when because now, obviously now I, I obviously knew who James Blunt was, but I've been listening to his album and he's, he's really good. His songwriting's amazing as well. And some of his um, songs have got the country... Like instrumentation and vibe to it, so I'll listen to them. You see, Love. with James Blunt, Back to Bedlam, you know, he's that that's his, one of his first albums, and yeah. that just reminds me of my childhood. It's just, I mean, because I, like I said earlier, I'm, tw- I'm 28, and that's what I was, yeah. <laughs> that's what I used to listen to going to school. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I remember moving into a into my first house and the next door neighbours had it on CD and they'd play it on repeat constantly all day, every day. You could hear it through the walls. It was Really? It was frustrating, but I actually enjoyed it because I enjoyed yeah. the music. Yeah. Do you, do you live at your own place or do you still live with parents? Or? No, I still, I still live with my parents. That's a wise choice, especially in these kind of circumstances. Yeah, exactly, because... Yeah, so I've got my part-time job and I'm at the studio. I was like, well, basically, my um, we changed our my like our garage into my room. Yeah. So it's half a studio, half a room, which is really cool. So I've got my sort of own space to sing, and I love it. So yeah, I don't think I'll be moving out <laughs> anytime soon. I love it here. You see, that's pretty much what I've got here. I've got pretty much half half a room that's the studio, the podcast area with yeah. all the microphones and the computer the, screens and yeah. and the other half I have a bed and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's all you need really, isn't it? I mean, you do need more, but it is it's nice to have like a, a space in the house where I can just go in and just sing and my mum isn't like live. It's <laughs> really late. Banging on the ceiling with a broom. Yeah, yeah. No, she's really, my mum's really supportive. My whole family's really supportive with everything I'm doing, which is, is so great. I love it. So let's go back before college. What was mm-hmm. it that actually got you into singing or even performing in general? So I used to do dancing. So I, I've, I luckily, I, I completed all of my um, exams. So I wanted to be a dancer and I was doing cheerleading. Yeah. And so I was a dancer and a cheerleader. And um, my sister used to do it with me. And I was holding her up um, at a competition and she fell and she fell on my back. So I had to, I know I had to have about five months off of like dancing. 
and cheerleading and I went back to I used to do ballet and obviously ballet is very technical and I went back five months after and my teacher was like Liv you've you haven't lost your technique but you're gonna have to work really really hard to get it where it was yeah and I thought I thought I'd I don't know if I want to like I love dancing but I thought I was I was getting older I was about 12 13 I did everything I thought I I'm happy with where I've gotten let me try something new so I used to do dance um just like street dance um competitions or shows yeah and it's a dance show and my I said to my seat my dance teacher oh can I can I just sing um a song because I just wanted to try it out and I sung um love story by Taylor Swift yeah which is actually funny because that is literally a country, country song. song yeah and I didn't even know it at the time and I sung it and I thought I really liked that so then for my 12th birthday my mum do you remember when I don't know if they do it now but for like kids parties you could just sing a song you know, you go into a studio and you could record a song. I did that for my birthday. So okay, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my mum paid, obviously, for me to go in the studio and just do a song, and I'd done Love Story by Taylor Swift. And ever since then, I've just loved singing, always been singing. It is funny that that is a country song and I didn't even know, and then I started singing Adele and then cheering and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's how I got into it. So even when I thought, even when I thought I couldn't dance anymore, I thought, oh, what am I going to do? I, I don't ha- I don't find anything else interesting. I found music and I just, I'm just so grateful that my sister, not that my sister fell on my back, but I'm grateful that I found <laughs> it because that's how I got into it really. How did your sister react to all this? What, her? Falling on your back. Oh, she literally, it, it wasn't that, it wasn't bad, but I did have to take a couple of months off dancing. But she was like, Liv, she, she finds it really funny now because obviously at the time she thought she ruined my, like, dance career. Yeah. But I thought I loved, I thought I loved dance, but the way I love music is, it's just, it's completely different. It's so much more than, like, I, lo- I love dance, but I, I'm literally in love with music and writing and listening to music, so... Yeah, so that's that's how it happened, really. You do. You also do some covers on YouTube. Yeah, so I have my I've had my YouTube channel for quite a while, actually. I think it's been about six years. Mm-hmm. So I just I got it, and I thought I've got nothing to lose. I'm just gonna post, literally post as much as possible. And then I think about two years ago, I did a cover. This is a really old cover of um, "Your Man" by Josh Turner. Yeah. And I like changed all of the lyrics and it's really cheesy, but I love it, but it is cheesy. And then I woke up and I think it had like, I don't know how much it's got now, but I think it's got nearly like 40,000 views. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to keep keep posting stuff. I mean, I haven't had one as big as that. But um, I just thought if I'm going to go for my music, I'm, I'm going to go really hard and I'm just going to work at it so much. So I thought if I got a YouTube channel like a Facebook page and an Instagram, because I never used to do social media before. So obviously social media really helps with all of this stuff. I couldn't imagine not doing it without it, because people sharing and people liking your stuff. Yeah, well, nothing left to say. Nothing left to say has 3,000 views. Oh, that was so... Oh, my God, that's ages ago, that one. Nothing (laughs) to say. Four years ago, that was. Four years. I'm just currently on YouTube now. Oh, no, literally, I'm looking at it. 3,000 <laughs> views four years ago. That was, I think that was my first ever song ever out. I was about six, I think I was about 15. Now. Oh, it's so funny. X's and O's. Oh. Love it. Do you? I oh, love that cover. It's so, it's so slowed down and it's... Oh, it... So what I hear, this is my singing teacher studio. Yeah. I thought I would want to... For my YouTube, I like keeping it, not professional, but I would use her sound systems because it's so much better. And I just ask her to do some covers. So, like, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart, I did at hers, X's and I's. I do love X's and I's, that song, though. Yeah, I do as well. Remember Especially... It, we were talking earlier about music and how you, you don't have to just listen to country music. Well, I used to listen yeah. to Radio X quite a lot. And it's all the indie artists and alternative yeah. and like Rocky and Rolly and yeah. And Ella King was on there quite a lot. X's and O's and yeah. 
yeah, uh, it's one of the songs I genuinely do love. Yeah, that I love that song. Because I remember I heard it and I thought, oh, I literally love this song. But as a cover, it's very... Like, I, I would only feel... I would only wanted to do it if it was an acoustic and I couldn't find a backing track for it. Yeah. But then, um... Is it the girls from High School Musical, Ashley Tisdale and Vanessa Hudgens, I think it's them. They did a cover of it. Yeah. Thought, oh, I've got to do an acoustic cover. It sounds amazing. It sounds really, like, the vibe. You can still f- hear the vibe and feel the vibe in the song. Mm-hmm. The song is so great. Well, straight away when you listen to it, you can't, You get that beat. Even though it's a lot, even though it's so much slower, you still get that real... Of it, yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the melody. It's just brilliant. Yeah, 100%. I still can't believe you got 35,000 views. No, I can't either. Like, <laughs> I think it's funny. Do you know what, though? I'll look through the comments, and I just think some of the comments are so funny. I've, I'm not, just looking at I've never read the comments. I want to have a look at these oh, comments now. It is funny. So I got 35,000 views. I got 942 likes and 58 dislikes. Oh, I've boo. got seventy-eight. I got seventy-eight comments, but I think literally 70, 78 of them are just taking the mic. <laughs> but you just, you just got to laugh. Like you've literally just got to laugh at the stuff people say. A lot of them, they're just say, they're saying things like soft and slow. Lol. Okay. Yeah, no, are you reading some of these now? Yeah, I genuinely am. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it is—it is a cheesy song, it, not song. It is cheesy the way I'm singing it, but at the end of the day, I like it, so I'll keep it up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, fantastic, phenomenal. Oh, should I read you this one? Go on. Okay, this made me laugh a bit. This has got like a couple of likes as well. So he said, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy, but they said. Yeah, you killed this song. I recommend you don't sing a song if you don't have the voice for it. And you're a girl, so it kills the song even more since you don't have a deep voice. I'm not saying since you're a female, you're ruining the song, but I kind of am because females have softer voices. Females have softer voices. And I hope you understand what I'm trying to say, that women don't fit this song. <laughs> that's, dis- that's disgusting. Oh, my. Isn't that horrible? And to be fair, that to be fair, there are people backing me up here that I've liked and I'm like thank you so much I'm just reading them now but you just gotta think you just can't listen to what anyone says if anyone says doesn't like what you're doing you're you're enjoying it and you're liking it so just go for it and there will be people that like like love what you're doing sort of thing but yeah Five days ago, on that comment, there I'm reading it now on that comment five days ago a person called Bo has just commented Basically, quoting what he said, or she, or someone, and then put, oh, yeah. it's just so dumb. She nailed it in her own way, and if you don't like it, then don't effing watch it. I oh, know. Oh, my God, I've just seen that. That's funny that this is two years ago, and there's people from, like, five days watching it. I think that's I think that's mad as well. That That's the crazy thing with, like, YouTube and podcasts and music in yeah. general. I mean, it's like, if we listen to, like, Tom Petty, you know, even though he's yeah. sadly passed away... He still feels like he's still alive because we can still yeah. access his music. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then this that person that's put the I'm gonna name him. I'm gonna name him. It's Ooze Creations on YouTube. And what he said. The put okay, you can shut the f up. You're being rude for no reason. I'm not trying to give hate. This song is just something not everyone can do. And especially a woman, because of that reason of men and women having different vocal tones. Has oh he not God. heard of key changes or? Yeah, I literally think I sung it higher anyway, but still. Oh I my! Have... I know it's it's just ridiculous. If, just <laughs> if you listen to this and you're wondering what we're talking about, go to Liv Lawrence's YouTube page. Type in yeah. Liv Lawrence. And go onto her playlist, and then you'll see a selection of videos. If you go to Your Man, it's the one that has 35,000 views. Posted two years ago, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, check out the YouTube and check yeah. out the music. Watch, read the comments. And read the comments. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't usually tend to read comments because it's always either really positive, like, oh, you're doing yeah. so fantastic, or this is really rubbish, bad. you know, usually on yeah. people's YouTubes, but 
Oh my, wow. I know, mad. I mean, what I tend to do is I tend to put a selection of songs onto like a playlist for when yeah. I'm driving to and from work. And then I'll listen just to see, you know, get the general feel. And then I'll go deeper and deeper when I'm at work because I can actually control the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like the X's and O's and your man. I didn't actually watch the video when I was driving, obviously because I'm driving. Yeah, you just put it on <laughs> I can put it on my um, Bluetooth speaker in my car. and yeah. You know, it's 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 a fantastic. I love the cover. I thought it was really good. Oh, thank you. I'm just dumbfounded by certain individuals. Oh my! I know, I know it is bad, but <laughs> oh. So, Liv, you mentioned that you're going to have another song. Are you looking at doing like a new EP? You know, a studio EP. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was, I did, I wanted to release another single and then do an EP. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get one single out, so I had three singles and then maybe four songs on an EP. But yeah, I am, I am looking to do it, but it's just obviously when, when is the right time to release it and what songs? Because I've got so many songs in my songbook, I just want to pick, pick the right ones to sort of. They all fit together as well, not yeah. just four completely different songs, all from different times, and they just don't link well together. I would like having an EP that are all all the songs are different, but they all have they all link well together. Yeah. Do oh, see? You shouldn't. What you shouldn't do is yeah. try and wait for a right time. Because at the okay. moment, with everything going on, I don't think there ever will be a proper, quote, quote, right time. You know, it's... It's crazy, isn't it? It's such bizarre. It's so bizarre yeah. at the moment. It's just unbelievable. It's been, like, really long as well. From When we all went into lockdown, that was so long ago. I know. Like, I don't realise how... When was that? March. March, what, 13th, 14th, something like that? October. It's just, it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I'm just writing as much because that's why in lockdown I was writing loads because I had so much time on my hand. But it's the best possible time. Can your boyfriend write? No, he, um, he's a barber. He's he the... doesn't, he doesn't, he's not very music, like musical. <laughs> I'm sure he can learn. But yeah, I can I could teach him some <laughs> chords on the guitar or something maybe, I don't know. But he's really supportive as well. So pl- just... sorry. Playing the guitar. When did you actually first learn the guitar? So I would say I'm still having lessons now because it's not it's not something I'm re- I'm good at because when I went into country music people were saying oh playing the guitar will help you so much with obviously performing and writing I say I can just play the guitar to write songs so when I go into the studio I'll have the chords the way I want to play it and then I'll say I'll get some I'll get someone else to help me because I'm that's not my strongest poem okay sort of thing but I I have lessons every week because obviously I really 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 want to learn because it's so amazing to play and sing as well yeah I now, think it's a, a good skill to have it's all it's always like a variety of guitar and piano that those kind of instruments where it's very generic yeah. it's yeah you know you can create a basis now when you're writing songs do you write songs from a melody already pre-laid down or do you um write a song and then put I'll, a melody on top i'll find the chords that i like first these these the chords may change but i will find chords that i like the sound next to each other or I like and then I'll write the lyrics yeah or I'll pick a theme I'll pick a theme of what what sort of song I want it to be about and I'll just write might write a page in a bit of the theme of the song and then I'll write the lyrics after and normally the lyrics will just flow when I'm in when I've got the chords and I've got the theme I just love like going through and I'll, I'll just do it quite quickly and then I'll go over go over some bits I might want to change and stuff. But yeah, I'll start with the chords, the melody, and then sort of add the lyrics. Yeah. It sounds like you could really, you know, you'd enjoy like a, doing a co-write kind of thing. 
Yeah, I would literally love to do that. That's what I did with, because um, I'm working with, his name's um, Michael Blackwell. Yeah. And he's a guitarist and he played, um, I think he played with Twinny actually, but he played with Lewis, Lewis Capaldi, um, One Direction, and then he also played for the Shires. That's how we got in contact. Yeah. He was over at the studio and I'd, I've done some um, co-writing sessions with him. And it is so interesting seeing um, how other people write songs as well, because you can learn different techniques and different different styles. And it's different having nothing and then finishing the session and you've got a whole song that you've written with someone and you thought, oh, both of our ideas have just blended really well together. That's awesome. It, yeah, I think that's um, it's just all. I think that's a good experience to have as well. Just knowing, knowing how to do that as well. So that's what. Now gigging. Mhm. Have you got any like things in mind? Have you have you managed to perform at any gigs yet? No, I haven't. Oh, that's that's but, obviously well, this that's, COVID. That's yeah, because I I've, I've got little flyers and little cards of obviously my name, and I'm a country singer. And all around the pubs near me and the bars, and I had I had obviously so many just like local pubs just singing country music, and no, they're not let they're not allowing me to do it. I think because obviously they have to shut at ten as well. Yeah. Not you're not allowed. I'm guessing you're not allowed a lot of people in there, and or I work at a bar as well. Yeah. And um. We can play music, but people aren't allowed to clap and cheer at that bar. I don't oh know. my god! Yeah, so oh. I get, I guess so. When like obviously, when people were getting up to mix tables, you couldn't do that. I think it would be really hard to do yeah. at the moment. And I, I haven't been able to get anything. That's that's. It's I a shame some, that. I know. I know some people are. I do see on my Instagram some people have got some gigs. Yeah, it's lined up. I've seen like you know William Hope, who does Hope It's Country. He's yeah. posted a lot of videos from gigs that he's been to, yeah. and same with DC Brown. He's he's been to a couple yeah. of gigs as well. I think he's been to about seven or eight. Yeah. And when you see the videos of the gigs, you know you can on it's you can tell there's social distancing in place. Yeah. Yeah. But things like you know not being able to clap or cheer that's. It's... That's like a main main part of the gig, isn't it? Obviously, at the end, everyone clapping. What's next? You're not allowed to breathe? Yeah. There's literally... I don't really know. I don't really know when... You can't really... I can't really say when it's going to happen because I'm guessing no one really knows and it, it could change, couldn't it? Yeah. That, I think that's... You don't know when it's going to change. I think that's always the hardest thing is because there's no... There's no certainty and obviously everything's no. going through this. At the moment, we're on... We're talking on the 22nd of October. Yeah. And we've just started these, like, level two, level three tier kind of things. Yeah. Medium, high, and very high or something. Mm. And, yeah, if you're in a very high, then, yeah, good luck trying to get anything. Where, where are you? Where are you from now? I'm in York at the moment. Oh, are you? So do you know what tier you're on? At the moment, my postcode says... Because on the, it's supposed to say on the NHS track and trace thing, my postcard yeah. says I'm on medium, yellow. So I, I presume that's tier two, I think. Yeah, I don't know what tier I am. I think I'm on. <laughs> I think I'm on the same because obviously I, I don't do anything anyway. Like I'm just at the studio and at work. But I don't know. You just can never. You don't. I don't think anyone really knows what's happening. So. It's just hard to say when it's when you can start getting gigs, really. Yeah. Um, just having a quick look now. It looks like. Um, I wish I could. there's a sun. There's like a sun. On the sun, they've got a web page which like has a map of the UK where it's broken down into the different tiers. Oh, okay. And pretty much the whole of London itself is in the tier two. Yeah. Above it, in like Norfolk and like Ipswich areas. Yeah. That's the tier one, medium risk. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm looking at the same thing, actually. 
Ooh. Yeah, London tier two. I think I'm right because where I live, I live on like the border between a town called Selby and yeah. a, the city of York. And yeah. I think I'm just, just in the yellow, in the tier one. I Are think we... I'm really lucky here. Yeah, because tier two, it says household mixing, band indoors. Yeah, and then tier one is just the rule of six. But oh, you got, you got, you got to love this whole situation we're in at the moment because there's no, no, there's no really, no one really knows, do they? No, I mean, if we're having to, <laughs> if we're having to like try and Google what tier we're in, it's obviously not clear enough. I know, it's it's mad. It's actually mad. There should be like a emergency warning thing that flashes up in your phone, you know, a bit like when a missile is about to strike where you live. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> this is what tea you're in. And you know. All right, Liv. So, where can people find this place? You can find it on all major platforms on Liv Lawrence. So my Facebook is just Liv Lawrence. My YouTube is Liv Lawrence. Um, my Twitter is Liv Law Official, which will have a link. And my Instagram is Liv Excellence underscore. And on my Instagram, you can, if you want, they can see what it's been played on and what radio stations, because it got played on um, Country Hits Radio. Yeah. Last, I think a couple of days ago, actually. But yeah, everything is just Liv Lawrence. That's awesome. Was that on Matt Spracklin's or Bill Leonard's? Yeah, that was on Matt's because I met Matt at a networking event um, at Christmas. Yeah. This was quite cool, actually. I didn't have anything out and I met him and I said, I knew of him and I thought I need to talk to this per this guy. Yeah. And I didn't have anything out and he was like, oh, well, when you start having like music out, just message me. And I, I messaged my first song. And I didn't get, it was obviously I didn't get a response because it, I was probably in his like, <laughs> the... messages where you don't see yeah. everyone has them. And then I messaged him about this song and then he said, um, oh yeah, 100%, I'll play it on the show. And I thought, oh, that is amazing. I thought, like, like Christmas, I didn't have anything out and then now he's playing this place. So I thought, oh, that's great. I was so grateful that he played that song. Yeah. But yeah, my Instagram will show like what I've been doing and there'll be a link in my bio on my YouTube channel if anyone wants to see the stuff I'm doing there as well. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I love Matt to pieces, but he's he's ignored my last messages. Did he? How dare he? <laughs> I don't know, but obviously everyone's everyone's really busy, aren't they, Like with their stuff? So I'm just trying to message everyone like, hello, guys. I'll probably send this is my song but yeah he played it which was amazing I'm really grateful for that and thank you so much for having me on the podcast as well I had a really good time that's fine it's been great talking to you now I've, yeah. got, I've got two more questions for you yeah now the first one I don't want to cause any upset when I say this yeah um but is Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit Oh, I thought uh, my heart stopped then. I thought you were going to say something. I was like, oh, what are you going to say? <laughs> a cake. A cake? I think it's a cake because have you seen the Jaffa cake nibbles? Yes. They're, they are not biscuits. Exactly. They're, it's they like are spongy. Cake because they're little sponge with little chocolate on the outside. They're, they're a cake. Cut exactly. Cut in the shape of biscuits in like circles. That's it. I mean... <sighs> I love you even more now. Yeah, they are cakes, Jaffa cakes. <laughs> okay, so you're in my good books right now, but the second yeah. question. Okay. Is pineapple okay on a pizza? Oh, I love I love pineapple, pineapple and ham on pizza. Do you not? There we go. It's two for two. Do you like Do you like it? Love it. Love it. That's actually my favourite pizza, Hawaiian. Is it? Yeah, oh, that is so funny. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, there's so many people that just say, you know, it should never happen. But, you no. know, if you don't like it, then just let it be. Oh, I love it. I literally love it. <laughs> awesome. So that, that's that's everything. That's that's all sort of my main things. Is there anything you'd like to add or ask me or anything in general? No, no I, think, I think I covered everything. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for letting me 
come on and talk on the podcast. First ever podcast done now. That's it, you know, everyone's going to come try and knocking on your door now. Pardon? Everybody's going to come knocking on your door yeah. asking you to come on. I'll be like, okay. But thank you so much. It was a really great experience. Thank you for coming on. It's been great talking okay. to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit-chat on all things country music.